The Rich and Mike Show, Flagler County's hometown sports show. Here are your hosts, Rich Carroll and Mike Licio. Yes, it's another episode of the Rich and Mike Sports Show. Good Saturday morning, Flagler County. And a good Saturday morning to you, Mike Licio. Hello, Flagler County. <laughs> I'm tired, Rich. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> it, 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 and, and we are recording this after our journey to Tallahassee last night to go see the Matanzas Pirates and Lincoln High School, the Trojans. So uh, recording this uh, after the long, about how long were we on the road uh, yesterday, Mike? Uh, all told, I mean, about seven and a half, about seven, seven and a half hours, somewhere in that range, probably. So about seven and a half hours of driving, about three hours of the broadcasts uh, there at the school. And uh, now we're here doing the show for you. So uh, because it's important to report to you what happened here and, and have our post game show as we normally do to wrap up this football season which has been just an incredible experience. We've de- Mike's been doing it longer than me. Uh, I've, I've been doing this close to a decade, many years of great football broadcasting right here on the WNZF Airwaves. Uh, this season in particular was enjoyable. We tried some different things this year with the video stream uh, in addition to the radio um, and Mike, of course, jumping on as the sports guy, the sports anchor, uh, every Monday and Friday from six to nine on WNZF. It's just a different year, a bit of a different feel. And man, it, it just, it was a lot of fun broadcasting these football games. And it's always sad when, when, when it comes to an end and it's of all the sports, even at the pro level, the college level, it just seems that that football season, man, it's it's just it's over in the blink of an eye. And, and I feel like we just started the season yesterday in Swanee. That's really what it feels like. Um, and, and, it, and it's over so quickly. And yes, you know, we'll get to the game. Pirates, they get to the playoffs and and they fall to Lincoln 49 nothing. So it was definitely a rough night. But I, I just wanted to take a moment to just reflect on the season as a whole and, and thank everyone who's come on board here, whether it's sponsors, listeners, viewers on the Flagler radio, YouTube channel that, that have really, you know, jump on board here and been a part of this and, and supported us and, and helped us do this. And, you know, of course my wife, Sharon Carroll, who's been there all year producing and, and being the videographer for the stream and uh, Isabella back at the studio and, and what she did all year wrong, all year long. And, you know, just management at the radio station, David Ayers, everybody supporting what we're doing. I just I can't thank the Flagler County community enough for uh, coming on this journey with us this year. And it was an extremely gratifying one, even if it didn't end with the result we wanted last night in Tallahassee. You know, the Flagler County community has always welcomed this St. Augustinian by way of Queens, New York, in with open arms, and this year was no different. It was a special year covering FPC in Matanzas. And this season, you know, when I first started doing this, the Potato Bowl was the opening game of the ever, ever of the season. And then, you know, usually we'd end with an FPC home game or a Matanzas home game. So we'd start at home 
we'd end at home. This year was a little different. We started further away than we've ever gone. And then we ended the season even further away than that. And I think that's kind of a metaphor for the whole season. And these are the kind of things you come up with when you're on the, on the heels of a long day is that it was kind of a metaphor because we tried some things. We did some things we hadn't done before. We really stepped up our coverage. You know, the schools were engaged. You know, thank you to Coach Forrest and Coach Fish for always being available and, you know, putting up with us and especially me. And, you know, this is going to be a year to remember. I know for both schools it didn't end the way you'd like to. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think this is a year that we'll all look back on fondly. You know, we started at Swanee. We took uh, the 153-mile trip there. I think this one was 229. I'll have to check that. But I believe it was 229 miles away. So, you know, both on the broadcast and off the broadcast, we really stretched the boundaries this year. We did a show that we recorded over a drive in five different counties. You know, we broadcast in, if you include those, we broadcast in like eight different counties this year. So, it was a special year, you know, getting to know some of the seniors, kids like Caden Gonzalez at FPC, you know, our good friend Cole Hash and Jordan Mills and Daquan Evans and the kids, the seniors at Matanzas that we covered. And I said more seniors just because there were very few at FPC that stuck around. And, I, you know, while I'm sitting here talking about it, you know, Props to those kids at both FPC and Matanzas who, under some tough circumstances at time, coaching changes for FPC, you know, injuries and down years for Matanzas, those kids stuck with it all four years, and they should be proud of what they've done, you know, at both schools. And I think the future's bright in Flagler County, and I, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what Coach Fish can do with a full offseason you know, with his own complement of players, you know, having every, you know, having a quarterback because he has, you know, I know Kaden Gonzalez will be gone, but he has two quarterbacks there currently who have been in the system now who are learning the system. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what's next for them for Matanzas. You know, they, they, they've been backed as, you know, Matt Forrest said, it's all about the, the climb, take everything um, and continue the climb. And, you know, at least in his era, they've climbed to new heights. And, you know, now you've taken one step and you'll hear him talk about this. And he talked about this with the team last night as well. You know, once you take that first that once that group takes that first step, the next group has to go to the next step. So it's going to be interesting to see what the next year of Matanzas football is going to be like, because they do have a very heavy senior team. But like FPC has a lot of players coming back. Matanzas has a lot of talented players that'll be coming back as well. So all in all, you know, we have the best job in the world. You know, we we live and die with those losses just like everybody else. But you know, at the end of the day, we just go get to go out there and have fun with both schools and really just have a good time on Friday night, eat some good dinners, spend some time as friends with each other, spend some time with the families and friends in Flagler County who welcome us into their homes, their vehicles, and wherever else they may be on Friday nights. And it's a privilege. It really is. And, you know, it, it doesn't seem real that it's been 14 years, that year 14 is in the books. But, 
you wake up on August 25th, and it's the first day of the football season, and the next thing you know, it's November 11th. Happy Veterans Day, by the way. And you're recording a show to reflect on the season that just happened, and you don't know how the last two and a half months blinked by. Yeah, they just fly on by. And and uh, on on the drive yesterday, as we get to Swanee and, and we, you see the Live Oak water tower, and, and I'm thinking to myself, man, remember when we thought this was a long drive? <laughs> and, and, and we keep going and on the way back. Uh, so it, it was – it, it was a nice long drive and, and just going on what you were talking about with, with Matanzas and, and yeah, it was a rough night last night to lose that way. But coach Forrest, uh, you'll hear, as you said, on with the uh, post game interview with you uh, that, that he's proud of his guys and he should be because it's not just about last night. It's not about one game. It is about the journey. It is about the fact that this team was seven and three during the regular season and two and two in the district and got to this point and got in the playoffs. And it's about the previous years. It's about last year dealing with injuries and still being five and five and Cole Hash being that everything, your Swiss Army knife where, man, we, we need you to play quarterback. We need you to play running back. We need you to go out and catch some passes. We need you to smash some guys on defense. Uh, we need you to do everything, which was one of the, the great individual performances I've ever seen on a football field. Uh, Daniel DeFalco coming back to McTanzas and having success at the end of this season before he was unfortunately injured before this game and, and couldn't participate in it. It's, it. it's not just that there were a lot of seniors on this Matanzas team, it's significant seniors, whether it's Shamarian Gaines or Jordan Mills, or, who, by the way, probably had the best game of any Pirate last night. He he, he had a, an impact on that game as best as he can in a 49 nothing game. Daquan Evans, the quarterback, we've seen him grow so much over the years here into the player he is today. He's a senior. We mentioned Cole Hash. Seth Clark, DeFalco, Try, you know, you go Landon Grover, who to me, he's going to find himself somewhere and he's going to do some special things in this sport because he's got a great leg and, man, he's accurate. I've never seen someone hit a 54-yard field goal at this level, and he did it. And I remember that night, it, it, it looked like that, that would have been good from – you know, 55, 60 yards. He got he got some good lug into that one. So Andre Andrews, Zach Fury, all of these guys that that have Zach O'Gwin, big time, big time players for this Matanzas team that we've seen. Uh, Micah McGuire, you know that we've seen grow over the years leading up to this season. Coach Forrest's first year was great, but it was great to see their senior year. For them to get back to this point, you know, Ahmad Louis Charles, you know, to, to get back to this point where, hey, uh, we reached our goal. We got to the playoffs. And, of course, everybody's goal is win a championship and all of that. But to be 7-3, and 2-2 two and two in the district, and to have – there were so many great – I think back, Mike, and, and our running joke during the course of the season – was uh, we, we split it up. I would do the play-by-play -play in the, the first and fourth quarter. Mike would do the second and third quarter, be no score 
in that first quarter, of course. And the the moment that second quarter starts, I mean, a parade of touchdowns, whether it, especially Matanzas, but it happened with FPC as well. And it, it just so entertaining. I remember, uh, I forget which game it was, where you came on the, you, you, you come on with the, the play-by-play, and it's Jordan Mills for that long touchdown. And then it's it, it's Daquan Evans jumping over somebody for the touchdown. It, there were so many memorable moments. And because a, along with the radio broadcast, we had to stream, you know, those moments are immortalized forever. And, and a lot of people were able to see these moments, you know, that, that uh, for, for a local sport, that Daquan Evans play where, where he hurdles the guy, that thing went viral. Uh, so many different platforms, so many people watching that, uh, you know, if we hadn't been doing this stream, not that it would be lost time, we'd remember it, but it's always going to be there now on YouTube and all these different, uh, you know, uh, outlets, platforms. So, uh, it's a big year of transition. A lot of these guys, they they go to that next stage in life. They go to, you know, it's time for college. It's time to move on. But, you know, I, I, I'm very proud of what we were able to do this year as well because these moments, they're going to be there, not just in our minds, but they're on, on YouTube for us to watch as well. So um, congratulations to all the seniors. Sure, it's just... And you said it before the show, Mike, even just for what we're doing here, it's the end, but it's the beginning, right? For, for what we're doing and what we're trying to build with the sports department with, for the football season, it's the end, but it's the beginning. For a lot of these kids who are seniors and moving on, it's the end, but it's really just the beginning. And we talk about it just looking at some of the athletes. You know, Cole Hash is a defending weightlifting champion. He'll be in weightlifting soon. Jordan Mills will be wrestling soon. You know, um, so it's the beginning of you know we're gonna get we're gonna roll in the basketball season very soon. And I'll tell you what, I want to put a bow on this, Rich. Yeah. So in the last two games. Between the two schools, and unfortunately, mostly for the other schools, um, uh, mostly for the opponents, there was a total of 132 points scored. 106 of those were in the second and third quarters. So <laughs> I just want to let you know that that you know we're gonna have to I do think, something about this, Mike. You know, <laughs> I think as far as that goes, I had like the 1961-62 Wilt Chamberlain season where he <laughs> averaged 50 points and 22 rebounds and um, you know eight assists a game. I think that's the kind of year I ended up having with those points. I wish more of them in the end had been more for the folks in football county, but. It's going to be a pretty lit highlight reel this year. When I put my highlight reel together at the end of this year, oh, man, it's going to be fire. You know, we're going to have all kinds of cool stuff. You know, Katie Gonzalez throwing his first high school touchdown. Daquan Evans jumping over people. Jordan Mills going 81 yards. Interceptions by the Gaines brothers and hits by Colby Cronk. There's going to be so much cool stuff on there. I can't wait to do it. Um you know, but sports go on and, you know, there's other sports going on in Flagler County 
and we'll get to those in a bit because I do want to talk about what's going on as we transfer transition from fall season to winter season. But before we do that, I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about with specifics to the game. The Pirates were outgained by almost 400 yards in this game. Um, Daquan Evans accounted for all but one yard that the Pirates gained tonight. When you add in all the negative yards and things like that, you know, we can sit here and talk about that, but nobody wants to talk about that, you know, and this is, I've realized this has almost turned into a football therapy session for us. <laughs> so, you know, we're kind of just reflecting on the year. So let's talk to Matt Forrest one last time and get his thoughts after a tough loss last night in Tallahassee. Coach, what do you tell your team after the game tonight? Uh, I'm proud of them, you know, um, you know, when you get to the playoffs, there's only one team that's happy out of the whole thing. You know, everybody everybody else feels the feeling we're feeling right now. So, um, yeah, you know, proud of them. Um, you know, again, when um, the program we feel like we built here and, you know, we, our guys play for something a lot more than themselves. You know, they play for what's across the chest, not what's on the back. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's what is going to make us successful year after year is um, – you know, building that culture of, you know, playing, playing for the school, playing for the community, um, you know, representing that to the, to the utmost uh, class and integrity. And, um, you know, that's what's going to make us successful. Do you think there were some playoff jitters at the start of the game? I mean, if there were, credit to Lincoln. You know what I mean? They've, they're, they're a really good football team. It gave us a lot of problems. Um, you know, offensively, we, we struggled blocking that big D line and those, those backers. Um, you know, and when we had chances to get on the outside, it seems like we would slip or, you know, it's just, you know, when we had the opportunity to make the play, it just seems something, something happened. And, um, you know, when you play a good defense like that, you know, you're not going to get very many opportunities. So when you get them, you got to make them, you got to make them pay. And, um, we weren't able to do that tonight. So, um, I think that's a, that's a result of, of that. Um, their, you know, their good play and their skill. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe, uh, but again, you know, uh, we've we've got to get past that and, and get our program past that to where, you know, this is the expectation year after year. Defense, early on, you know, they were handing some tough spots. First four trips to the red zone, they only yeah. came away 14 points. They've been gutting it out all year for you. Talk about your defense and what they've done this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've, we've struggled offensively this year. And, um, you know, it just seems like we've been a step off and, um, you know, maybe just a combination of guys trying to do too much and not letting the game flow to them. Uh, offensively, I think we, I think we kind of spoil ourselves a little bit, you know, wanting the big play instead of being able to drive the football. Um, and yeah, our defense bails us out a lot of those times. Um, so yeah, proud, proud of those guys. They've, they've had a, they've had a great year. I mean, I think this is only the second time they've allowed over 30 points or something like that. Um, so yeah, um, proud of those guys and what they were able to build, and and proud of our defensive staff for, for getting those guys all on the right page. It's probably hard to put into context tonight, but. When you look back on this season, what are you going to think about and remember most? Uh, I, I just think this is kind of the start. You know what I mean? I think we kind of this, – this is kind of the starting line of where we want to be. You know, we obviously don't want to lose first-round playoff games regularly, but we want to be in the playoffs every year. And I think that um, – I think that's kind of what I'm going to remember most was, you know, this, this was the beginning of that. Because, um, like I said, we, we feel like we've got the system and culture in place to be able to compete like this, you know, we, we plan on competing in the playoffs every year. So um, that's what I'm going to remember most is just these guys getting us in that position 
Um, and because of that, you know, they're going to be able to look back hopefully 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now and, and see this, you know, our team being able to go year after year after year and maybe make a run here and there. And um, when, when we hopefully can do that, they can say, you know, hey, I remember when, I remember when we first got that train rolling. Yeah, again, kind of the theme here, only the beginning. And uh, Coach Forrest has done such a great job all the way back to his first season coming in with that air raid offense and uh, the success and, and going to the playoffs, winning that play-in game that they had back in 2020 uh, all the way to this point. And the the mark of a good coach, and he mentioned it there, Mike, uh, he says, you know, our our offense struggled this year and, and, and often you would see our defense bail out, bail us out. And I think one of the marks of a good coach is that you can win in different ways. You know what? In 2020, we can win with the air raid and we could put up points with mainland in the playoffs. And then fast forward to 2023 and we can win games with our defense so, and Coach Forrest has, he, he's proven that, that, you know, he's not going to try to fit a, a, a square peg in a round hole. You know, he's going to see what the talent is that he has. He's going to adjust his philosophy and whatever it is, he's going to put his players in the best position to win, even if it doesn't necessarily match the style of football that he wants to play because that's not what's important to him. What's important to him is to put his players in the best position to be successful. And I think he's done that here every single season. We talked about last year. Last year was incredible to be 5-5 five and five with all the injuries they had to deal with and then come back this year and make the playoffs. I think year after year, he impresses me as, as a football coach, as a leader of men, and uh, it's just it's been a pleasure to call his games the last couple of years. When you talk about coaching, you know, coaching to what you have and, you know, coaching and winning in different ways, a perfect example of that 2020 season, you know, they averaged over 30 points a game. But the last two wins they had at the end of the season was a 13-3 win against Menendez and then a 7-6 win against New Smyrna Beach you know, this high-flying offense, and they found a way to win ugly games, you know. And what jumped out to me is the very first question about five seconds into that interview. Coach, what did you tell your team? And he said, I'm proud of them. And he didn't even hesitate. And you could hear the pride in his voice of how proud of his team. And they've been there uh, uh, since the beginning. So I'm sure it was bittersweet for him. But – you know, he has found a way. Last year they were running single wing, you know, which is what the first thing he did was he changed that when he got here and then had to go back to it because of injuries and somehow found a way to win five games last year. So he he's adapted. I was teasing him all year long that he's a defensive coach now. And, you know, that you're the next thing you know, he's going to be, you know, running a run-heavy offense. But you know what? I think he doesn't care because at the end of the day, it's the W's and they got seven of them this year. So, you know, nothing to be ashamed on there. So I think that puts fall season in the rear view mirror. We've got basically one event left in fall season, sports season. Um, Alexander Gazzoli Wednesday was um, finished third in the 
Class 2A state golf championships, so she was not able to defend her state title. But you know what? Going second, first, and third your last three years is pretty good. She's going to commit to Florida State on Wednesday. I'll be there, and I'll have an interview with her Friday and probably one for Saturday for this show here as well. So you'll hear that. Her counterpart at FPC, Carmela Carlisi, continues her attempt at a state championship. She is currently four shots She's currently in fourth place going into the final round. So, you know, we'll see if Carmela can get to the top there. But even just getting to this point has been impressive. You know, they're both very impressive golfers that are going places. Like I said, Alexandra is going to commit to Florida State on Wednesday. Um, When I talked to Carmela Carlisi, she kind of has an idea where she's going, but she's undecided, you know, and. Of course, you know me, I like to try and influence people to go places. And, you know, so I, I have a place that I'd like to see her go, but I think she has a place that she'd like to see her go. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing, Mike, because every time we go on these road trips, you influence where we're going to eat, and that usually turns out pretty well. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So um, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about a young man named um, Chris Yavoli. He played on... Um, FPC. He was a defensive back my first year here. And actually I knew Chris before that because I worked with his mom and I actually work with his sister-in-law now because again, Mike Lichio knows everybody, but Chris was trying to decide where he wanted to go to college. And, you know, I, I, my recommendation to him was to go to South Florida because the girls are pretty and the weather's nice. And what else would you want? Why would you want to go somewhere up North where it's cold and snowy when right now, this was winter time right now, in South Florida, it's 80 degrees and sunny, you know, and I worked out for Chris. So yeah, maybe I do. So now we're going to go in the basketball season and I am so excited about basketball season. I'm excited about soccer season happening now. Winter sports are happening. I was out at every, FP, every Flagler County soccer team, except the FPC girls, they were at university on Thursday night. So that is a little bit of a long trip to make on a busy night that I'm, uh, you know, when I'm trying to prep for the morning sports, trying to prep for a Friday game. So I apologize, but they'll be at the alma mater Tuesday. I'll be there. So I'm excited about football uh, for soccer season. The other football, you know, Matanzas is two and zero. They had a big win against mainland. They had a big win against Englewood. F um, FPC is one and zero after beating St. Joe. Matanzas boys are, 2-0 after beating Taylor, or 1-1 one one after beating Taylor, and they fell to Englewood. So we're off and running there as well. Weightlifting season has started, and then we have wrestling season starting soon. So football season's over, but the fun is just beginning. And, you know, we're going to get out and do some basketball games. You know, FPC has hired a new coach, although I don't know if they ever actually officially announced that they hired that coach. They did hire a basketball coach. Obviously, somebody's going to be coaching them next week. And you know, Matanzas brings back Henry Robinson and, you know, his Matanzas squad has a couple of talented kids. In fact, quite a few talented t- kids. I think this is going to be a big year for Matanzas basketball. And then on the girls' side, uh, legendary Atlantic coach George Butts has taken over the FPC girls' basketball program. They'll begin their preseason on on Tuesday at FPC in the Bulldog Classic, as will Matanzas. They have a new coach and Travis Boone, who we've had on this show. And, you know, Travis is an awesome guy, and I'm very excited for what he's going to do there. We'll have to get George Butts on the show because George is, you know, he's a brilliant man, and, you know, 
He's just a great conversation. So we're going to have to get George on the show, but there's so much going on that, you know, I was looking at my calendar. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to be next week. It's an exciting time to be in Flagler County. And like I said, football season's done and, you know, we're sad about it, but there's a lot more promising things to come in Flagler County, including maybe Carmela Carlisi winning a championship today. Cross country, by the way, I, I should say this before we get off the air, cross country regionals are happening as we speak in Flagler County. Matanzas is hosting their regional. FPC is at a regional in Jacksonville. So we're hoping all four teams advance the state and then we'll follow them from there. All right. Yeah. And uh, as we said, we're trying to expand coverage. So this really started with baseball earlier this year. And as basketball season comes in, we're going to try to keep the game of the week going. It was, we've been doing that for years with the football and we're going to try to keep that going with basketball and baseball and who knows maybe we'll throw in some flag football in there and softball who knows what's possible a lot of great things going on here in flagler county hey congratulations again to the matanzas pirates for making the playoffs it was fun to go on that journey with you and thanks again to all our sponsors for the game last night for the matanzas football playoff game and making that possible. The game is, if you want to go back and, and check it out, available right now on the Flagler Radio YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Flagler County, for going on this journey with us, and it will continue. That's another episode of the Rich and Mike Sports Show. We'll see you next time. Have a great weekend, Flagler County. <laughs>